Support comes from Missouri Forest Products Association, committed to sustainable and sound conservation of the state's forests, which support more than 41,000 Missouri jobs, resulting in a $10 billion industry. Choosewood.com. It's Monday, October 11th. This is The Gateway. I'm Jonathan All, in for Wayne Pratt. A new publication will focus on black artists in St. Louis, including musicians, photographers, and painters. Search Party Magazine is created entirely by artists and journalists of color. I just want to create a space where everybody can really be heard, like all these underrepresented communities can be heard. It's just really beautiful to have all of it together in one space. St. Louis Public Radio's Jeremy Goodwin reports on a publication that will amplify the voices of St. Louis artists of color. First, the news. The Arts and Educated Council will distribute $120,000 to promote the arts as a way to heal from trauma. A dozen organizations in the St. Louis region will receive $10,000. They include Your Words STL, a group that brings together students who live north and south of the Del Mar Divide to write and share poetry. Anna Ojas Castro Guzan co-founded the group. At the base of all of our programming is the idea that if one can articulate oneself and feel heard, that there can be a real physical healing from trauma. Other grant recipients include Prison Performing Arts and St. Louis Artworks. The acting head of St. Louis County Police has issued an order saying that all officers must follow a county mandate to either get the COVID-19 vaccine or submit to weekly testing. The order was issued even though an officer has filed a lawsuit challenging whether the county's mandate should apply to the police department, which is primarily governed by its chief and the St. Louis County Board of Police Commissioners. A planned Friday hearing on the officer's lawsuit was canceled after the order. Lindemann's attorney, Christopher Gravel, says he is weighing how to proceed with Lindemann's lawsuit after the order. The U.S. Army has vaccinated more than 70 percent of its soldiers against COVID-19, and has set a deadline of mid-December for all active-duty troops to get the shot. Colonel Aaron Borer is the Chief of Operations and Director of Training at Fort Leonard Wood. He says the installation in the Ozarks is ahead of schedule. And we are uh, actually above uh, the Army in general, where where they're at in their percentages. Um, I fully expect I'll I'll have a status for either exemptions or everybody vaccinated uh, well before uh, the 15 December deadline. Army reservists have until next summer to be vaccinated. Soldiers who don't receive a religious or medical exemption from the Army and refuse to take the shot will face discipline that could include a discharge from the service. The ivory-billed woodpecker, which used to fly through the Mississippi River Basin, is officially deemed extinct. As Harvest Public Media's Dana Cronin reports, its last verified sighting was in 1944. You used to be able to hear the call of the ivory-billed woodpecker throughout old-growth forests from the southeast all the way up to Illinois, Oklahoma, and Missouri. But largely due to logging, the U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service is removing the bird from the endangered species list, declaring it extinct. Jeff Hoover is an avian ecologist at the Illinois Natural History Survey. When you lose what might be called an umbrella species, if that thing goes away, then there's a lot of other things that were under that umbrella that are also now going to potentially be in peril. He says all kinds of animals, from river otters to swamp rabbits, also rely on bottomland forest habitat. I'm Dana Cronin, Harvest Public Media.
A new publication highlighting the work of black artists in St. Louis will hit the streets at the end of the month. Search Party Magazine is an annual publication funded by a grant from the Luminary Gallery on Cherokee Street. It covers music, fine arts, and lifestyle. St. Louis Public Radio's Jeremy Goodwin asked Editor-in-Chief Tara Mahadevan what makes her magazine different from other publications. In terms of just like artist-led publications, like that was important to me to create a publication that was led by artists, by creatives. I just felt like that was lacking here, artist-driven, collaborative, um, and also like the intersection of not only music and lifestyle, which I think is, you know, often what these publications target, but also fine art and just really spotlighting visual artists. And also key was that it really centers um, underrepresented communities. So mm-hmm. it's, you know, everybody who worked on the magazine is either black or POC. Mm-hmm. How many people are working on Search Party magazine? It's a three-person team, but then including everybody who's, who have contributed, it's like 25 people. I'm the editor-in-chief, then Ryan Brown, he goes by Big Esco, he's the creative director, and then Stefan White, who goes by Fonz, did the design and art direction. Let's talk about some of the people who are involved. Shauna B., a uh, hip-hop artist, is involved. Trina Rager, yeah. a photography and visual designer. Spiva. Noelle Spiva, she's a visual artist and graphic designer. It's, it's interesting to, to look at the people who are involved in this and see rappers, photographers, visual designers, just people who are artistic in all, all sorts of ways. Yeah, and I feel like often when those fields are covered, like, it's very separated, right? You'll have, like, a fine arts magazine, and you'll have, like, a music and lifestyle magazine, and and it just really tur- it turned out really cool. I mean, all the different kinds of visual art we got, I mean, from paintings to illustrations, gra- you know, graphic design. And you're working exclusively with black artists and other artists of color? Why is that piece of this important? In the writing world, in the media world, a lot of gatekeepers are white men, you know, mm-hmm. and not to say that white artists and white people creating shouldn't be, but, you know, obviously historically, like... There is not a shortage of white people in media. <laughs> right, right, right. So, Including in this building. I'm yeah. speaking to you as a white man who covers the arts in St. Louis. Yeah. For me, like, I'm Indian, you know, I'm a woman, you know, and I just want to create a space where, just create a space where everybody can really be heard, like all these underrepresented communities can be heard. It's just really beautiful to have all of it together in one space. St. Louis is very much DIY. Like, I really think that there's this whole... Do it yourself. Yes, do it yourself. I think there's this, there are a lot of talented people here, and sometimes they don't really get the shine they deserve. What kind of infrastructure would the scene benefit from? I think, like, more education around what you can do in the industry that isn't like a, you know, you're not a rapper, you're not a singer, you're not like a, you can be a manager, you can be a publicist. Like, I think there's, like, a lot of avenues where people can do things. What does it mean to have an artist-focused publication? I think it really speaks to what is happening in St. Louis and all these people who are doing things that when I grew up here, I didn't see, you know, like even coming back after college, I didn't see a lot of people, you know, having podcasts and like opening stores and, you know, making clothes to the degree I've seen it now, making music. Like I wasn't even clued into like women who were rapping here, you know, so not that there weren't, there were, but just the the volume, you know, is is really cool and I mean, I know I'm just, like, scratching the surface. That was magazine editor Tara Mahadevan speaking with St. Louis Public Radio's Jeremy Goodwin. 
David Cazares edited that story. Shula Newman is the executive editor of St. Louis Public Radio, a listener-supported service of the University of Missouri-St. Louis. Music by Ryan McNeely of Adult Fur. I'm Jonathan All, in for Wayne Pratt. You're lucky enough to have Sarah Fenton tomorrow, and Wayne's back on Wednesday. This has been The Gateway. Support comes from the Missouri Forest Products Association. Missouri produces wood pallets, railroad ties, white oak barrels, hardwood floors, and more. Details on the variety of products made in the state are at ChooseWood.com.